tits. No, wait, hold on. Okay, now. There we go. I talked to Alex Hanna the other day. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. and he goes, uh, not until I listen to the podcast that I realize how truly retarded Ben is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? He's retarded like a fox. That's right. <laughs> uh, That's the saying, right? Retarded like a fox. Oh, it is. Do you want to just start? We can just edit that out because we're not supposed to say retarded anymore. Yeah, we'll oh, start, yeah, let's yeah, start yeah, it over yeah. again. I literally forgot. Yeah. You, uh, wait, you said it. Starting, I was quoting. I don't mind saying it when I'm quoting. That's why I love now. rap. <laughs> right. I just found out what Rick Perry's ranch's name is. Do you know Rick Perry? Oh, yeah. I know the name of the ranch. Don't say it on the pod. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Do you Good know Lord. it? Well, you can say it. You think I would you say it? Like- it's literally inward head. I'm not kidding. Inward head ranch. That's the name. It's all one word. Is it spelled huh. with two G's and an ER, Ben? That's right. Is it really? The traditional way, yeah. Are you fucking mm-hmm. kidding me? Jesus Christ. It was just always named Is that. there anything that we can talk about other than this? You know, he's secretly gay. Rick Perry. Because yeah. I lived in Austin for a long period of time. <laughs> Every single person I knew in Austin. Kevin, this is a real thing. I'm not even Are we going to get to brain jail bingo like in the first 30 seconds? <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody listening at home uh, wins immediately. Yeah. Um, no, everybody I knew in Austin knew somebody who Rick Perry had either tried to fuck or like they knew a somebody who worked as a gay escort in Austin who Rich, Rick Perry had had sex with. It's well, like a well-known. And I met the guy one time. I don't want to pay generalities on the man, but he, he seemed very effeminate. <laughs> all right nothing i don't that. even know who rick perry is he's the uh, former governor of texas right state of texas ah former governor the lone star now he's state. the uh, secretary of education or something like that yeah rick perry more like dick perry this guy <laughs> huh? i'll tell you what <laughs> what's he what's he educating people on uh gay sex all right gay yeah, sex right. education this is actually woke though because he's a he's a yeah. very anti-gay republican yeah oh really yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah He's gay. Yeah. That's good. And also, no, it's bad. No, Wait, it's bad. No, it's good that he's gay. Also, bring it back to uh, mental health. He cut, our mom used to work for uh, m- mental health services mm-hmm. um, in Texas, and they oh, cut. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> they cut, um, he like, like just obliterated the budget for mental health in Texas, like state mental health care. Well, I mean, you got to pray the gay away, you know, <laughs> it's uh what is the brain gel bingo, by the way, the card is the middle where it's the free space everyone gets. Does everybody it just, gets does it. Does it just say racism <laughs> on the middle and everyone immediately right, just a, puts one that's down? That's a guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, it's woke Satan is the middle card. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, by the way, I, I, we, I did have a request for more woke Satan recently. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Middle America is demanding we do woke Satan. Yeah. Uh, they, they really want it. Okay. Look, we're uh, on the Ed Sullivan show. Okay, let me, see if, I can, folks. Let me see if I can fire something up real quick. Hey, well, right. why don't we uh, hit that intro, but, and then we can get it started, and then and we can bring in Woke Satan. Or pretend we said something funny. Then yeah, poo-poo, poo-poo, pee-pee. <laughs> pee-pee, poo-poo, poo-poo. You ever pee-pee on your poo-poo? Come on, baby, let me just sniff the pussy. <laughs> Sorry. 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 He couldn't even say it. Well, Come on, baby, let well, me just lick. Halfway through, I realized I'm, I'm actually very woke. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I can't sniff that pussy anymore. Oh, it, you're, seems, you're, it seems like you were more embarrassed to say it. You're looking nah, for consent, which is good. No, I, I'm not embarrassed by my sexuality. I love to sniff the seat. <laughs> you know what I like? I like a red eye on Southwest Airlines. <laughs> and when the lady gets up 3.30 in the morning to go to the bathroom, she think my ass is asleep. But my nose is awake. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? As soon as she get up, I'm, I'm bending over. I'm wiping the peanut bag off of the damn seat, and I'm taking a sip. You'll, you'll actually, you'll actually, <clears throat> you'll actually cut the seat cover off and just fold it and put it in your seat. Oh yeah. Well, welcome to Brain Jail. Uh, yeah, we just got reports that people are now requesting less woke saying. Well, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I am woke, but that technically means I'm also a rapist. <laughs> If you think about it, I, the I, psychology of a woke person needs to run right, from something. All like, right, well, all we're right, talking all about right, performative, right. performatively woke versus actually. Well, woke. before we get into a beautiful rant, uh, I'm Kevin Tink, and that's Jay Savory across the way. Yeah, that's uh, actually my biopic is a beautiful rant, like a beautiful, a mind. beautiful <laughs> rant, and uh, that uh, satanic voice that uh, is very confused about what is right in the world is. Uh, uh, Benjamin uh, Al-Qaeda Avery. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, thanks so much for listening to our pod today. If you enjoy the podcast, play, please, please make sure you leave a review and writing on iTunes. What ac- that's no accent. I just said it. I just said it. <laughs> okay. I did it. Uh, leave, leave us a rating. Send us an email at brainjailpod at gmail.com. And uh, feel free to join uh, the newly discovered uh, Reddit subreddit of yeah, we have Jail. a subreddit now. Weirdly, very cool. Yeah, very I think we cool. have one meme on there now. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I do love that uh, Ben is Squanchy Cat. <laughs> that <laughs> makes the most sense. Yeah, and then he didn't even know who it was. <laughs> I was going to say, what about a beautiful ramp though? And it's a biopic about Rush Limbaugh <laughs> and how he's mentally insane and addicted to pills, but he can come up with the most beautiful. Yeah. fake rants about minorities for yeah. am radio he's i i like that yeah i like that a lot and that's just the, how about radio but it's just rush limbaugh <laughs> <laughs> y'all feeling me on that one and he's just a I mentally handicapped man who's taken the country by storm with his bad opinions mm-hmm. i feel like i can't even i can't even think of who rush limbaugh like what he sounds like uh, 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 no that's just kind of alex jones ladies yeah, and that's gentlemen a, that's alex jones ladies and gentlemen Still no. Alex Jones. Uh, yeah, he goes, the thing about, it's kind of like that. And he goes, the thing about Obama is that Michelle is ugly. He always, he always These talks about formerly tobacco stained fingers. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> Welcome to Radio Tradio, folks. Uh, we got a call in. We got a, we got a rocking chair, uh, $70. <laughs> and uh, if somebody wants to trade a, a solid block six cylinder engine for a horse, uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, the hotline is 6969-6969. Uh, yeah, Baba Booey. All right, stern <laughs> rules. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have Radio Tradio in your in your town? No, I have no, no idea but I, I know is. I know what it is. Boomer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't even grow up with the radio. Dude, I'm a, I, I you saying boomer them. is like people talking about Rick and Morty now. I remember the when I was six, I had an iPod mini. <laughs> And a Motorola Razor. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in 2002. I love riding dirt bikes, and I'm 18 years old. Yeah, that feeling when you can't relate to millennials are Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was born in the wrong generation. I'm yep. actually... You should have been born in 1930s Germany. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I think the problem is not that when you were born, it's that you were born. Yeah, Ben actually oh, went yeah. to the uh, premiere of Jojo Rabbit and started booing because he didn't mm-hmm. know it was an anti-Nazi movie. What's Jojo Rabbit? It's the one, the guy who made Thor Ragnarok. He made a a, a movie about a, a young Nazi youth whose best friend is in, he has an imaginary best friend who is Hitler. Um, and it's it's supposed to be like, it's a comedy. It's like a satire of Nazi this, Germany. This sounds like just free thought. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're I'm just ma- like I'm making it. He's, up. A, uh, he's a rabbit whose best friend is a, a, a imaginary Hitler, and uh, <laughs> there's uh, he he's able to summon oh, a rainbow to fly across. Got, oh, the, oh, what about the play? You know the play Harvey about the guy who imagines the giant six foot rabbit. Like yeah, he's an adult man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 played by Jimmy Stewart in the movie. What if it's just parentheses Steve Harvey, and that's the movie? Oh. Oh. You, you, you keep asking me what the number one question is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, now I, I I can't figure out. Keep you keep telling me. What, what. I'm gonna ask you one more goddamn time. <laughs> now, Steve, I, your money's not here. <laughs> your answers aren't here, Steve. They're at my cousin's house and at my aunt Jenny's house. <laughs> Steve, why why do you keep saying "Oh Lord"? <laughs> oh, uh, Steve, you keep coming in with your huge suits now. Uh, hey, hey, Jace, how uh, about uh, how about uh, who, instead of who framed Roger Rabbit, it's who framed Adolf Hitler? <sighs> no. Oh no. Okay, my bad. <laughs> why? I, I feel like I have, I have the, you know, that when you see like the, someone at home is like, bingo, bingo, yeah. bingo, it's just bingo, so, got it. I want to go on with it, but it was just so shoehorned. It's, I don't want to be the anti For guy. no reason. What? <laughs> Come on. It's like you're reading a Mad Libs we made when we were 12. Jessica Rabbit is played by Eva Braun. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. And she's really hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you still following me? Yeah, sure. Okay. And he, it's. Uh, Adolf Hitler, but he's a rabbit. And then Jessica Rabbit has to go over to uh, the detective, which is actually uh, the who is the the president of of uh, England back then. Winston King Churchill. Edward. No, no, he's Winston Churchill. So Winston Churchill is actually uh, is actually uh, the, the, judge. the detective, and he's yeah. hitting booze hard, so that actually fits. Right now, sure. who is that little oh, baby? Winston. The little baby is America. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the wow. detective pushing the baby down the stairs is uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like this a lot. There we, there we I'm going to write this film. I mean, I there's a world where you didn't say anything about this. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's an alternative universe. Well, thank God I'm a quantum suicide guy. You're a quantum. What does that mean? That means I'm going to go upstairs and kill myself. And I'm going to re- reappear back here before I made the decision to fuck the podcast up. Yeah, that actually is a real thing, right? A real mm-hmm. theory is that like technically like the idea of eternal life can't exist if there are infinite universes for every different like life that you can live. And so a conscious so you consciousness might die. would never decide to go into a universe where it stops existing. It would only go and so it, it goes. So if you die in this universe, there's a universe where you didn't die of a heart attack on Tuesday and then you live in that and then there's a universe where that person five years from now we get hit by a bus there's a universe where you wouldn't get hit by a bus and eventually theoretically there's some type of universe where like elon musk is able to download our consciousness into a computer and we just float around the Mm -hmm. sun in these infinite computers um that have our brains i i have stored in them every day interesting every day that i don't have gay sex i kill myself until I have gay sex so you're alive in every single universe (laughs) yeah that's right i've never killed myself Ben, who, who the fuck are who's Ben? Come Avery? on, that's a good quantum suicide joke. You don't shut me down on that. No, who is, who is Ben Avery? Who is Ben Avery? Who really are you? 
good question. Who, I mean, what's going on? What have you done this week? I want you to speak in facts only, Ben. What have you done this week? <laughs> Ooh, I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is owning your ass, dude. Oh, look, I'm Kevin. Ooh. Hey, tell me what you've done this week, pal. That is really how to own somebody's ass, is just to not ignore all facts and logic and keep I, going in yeah, on a stupid I think it, I, I, For me, mm-hmm. it does not feel like owning it all. Kevin, it's like my feelings don't care about your facts. Okay. All right. I'm Bizarro Ben Shapiro. <laughs> hey, what if, what if you were, what if I was gay, you guys? What if, and then what if, uh, but my uh, boyfriend was Hitler? I was thinking like, what if, what, uh, what, but what if though? No, well, seriously. What though? if instead of scope, like, you just had a bottle of cum? Sus- Kevin, suspend your, <laughs> what, di- suspend hey, your disbelief for what, a moment. What, what, what if? What if Elon Musk, we actually were just building uh, more uh, planes to fly into new towers? You know what an artist does, Kevin? An artist invites you to take a step into his world, into his mind. Yeah. Mine just happens to be bad. Yeah. you. In, uh, if so inviting saying, is you like handcuffing a child and throwing it in the back of a van. Mm-hmm. Or you're saying I'm inviting you're, you into my world. Or you're like Van Gogh, but your starry night is all the sky is shaped like little swastikas instead of big swirly like waves. Van stop. Mm, no, I wouldn't paint that. Van stop. I'm trying to think what my starry night would be. It, it would just be, be a cum shot, Ben. It's 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 oh, so yeah, there we go. Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah. Star of David night. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I like that a lot. Holy moly. Man, oh, man, it's it's bad today. How it's about bad. A, how about a rocking chair? But every time you rock back, a dick goes in your ass. Okay, and it's just a guy sitting on the porch and a dick's going. That's in literally an actual thing. That's an actual sex toy that people purchase. Mm-hmm. It's called Old Granny's Rocking Cop. <laughs> Times are getting so crazy. I feel like I so can't. He doesn't give me I anything can't predict for it. Anything. He just wants to be no, I like dumb it. shit. I feel like I can't. Like growing up, people used to say oh, I was born in the wrong generation. Now kids are saying I was born in the wrong gender. <laughs> I hate you so much sometimes. What? Well, my difficult thing is I have to bridge the gap between you and Kevin or the podcast. Will you just don't the have rails. to. You could just be logical and take my side for it. Well, then time. nothing like literally it's going to be nothing but conversation breakdown for well, the entire time. It's like we'll get on some sort of a conversation and then Ben will be like, what if uh, what if I was made of like, a, you know, I have stretch limos. What if we had made like a stretch uh, beagle? Like, what if I stretched out a little boy's penis? <laughs> That's good. And I'm like, oh, okay. So anyway, uh, back to, and it's like, if I had a time machine, you know, a lot of people say I'd go back and kill Hitler. I'd actually fuck him. I'd go back and fuck him. That's what I'd do. Do you remember my time machine joke about how I wanted to fuck a time machine? Yes. Good times. Yeah, because you, you, uh, yeah. Because you put the time machine on, on random, and as you fuck the time machine, you fuck <laughs> a different century with each pump, a different time period. You're yeah. like fucking Stonehenge and then the Mona Lisa. And yeah. The, this is the hard, strongest confirmation of your autism, by the way, is because uh, the just the inability to pick up social cues. <laughs> like, er, like, I'm just constantly giving you cues to be like, hey, stop. <laughs> Try to. Have a regular conversation. Check the regular conversation. Well, welcome to the Ben Avery Show. Uh, apparently, we're not able to talk about okay, anything no, no, but no. what Ben no, wants I'm to done. talk about. No, Kevin, I actually would like to know how you've been because the last time I saw oh, you really? was at the Comedy Store. Uh huh. I, I saw you a couple days ago at the Comedy Store. You look like yeah, you're you in good both, spirits. You guys both need to go there, buy some damn comedy. 
Yeah, You're I was out of it. Yeah, I went there because I, I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I went there to uh, fuck Joey Diaz. <laughs> no, I just I went there to smoke crack and <laughs> and just to blow just a bunch like, of dudes. Just like, like, like just, Tennyson, dude. Kevin, You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin thinks he's like. A leather jacket, like caution tape around the mouth, uh, comic. So he all he does is smoke crack at the comedy. <laughs> store. Well, no, that's what I'm literally imagining. Yeah. Some like because you've heard people at the comedy store be like, "Dude, that's what I love about like this." Like you feel like the spirit of Kenneth when they're doing <laughs> coke and shit. It's just a guy's like, "Yeah, man, I did fucking crank in the bathroom and I killed a guy." <laughs> like, you ever get up here? Nah, <laughs> nah. I never done. Co- I just love doing. Cocaine. I just love like I love shooting signs with a pistol that I have <laughs> illegally <laughs> brought here. Just guys that fucking like smoke. Uh, fucking like a PCP in a 1996 Corolla and thrash around for four hours. Yeah. And they think that's going to make them the greatest comedian to ever live. Well, no, you I, do not even in comedy. You meet people like that in just the arts. I remember when the I was, Hunter S. Thompson people and the Bukowski people. Yeah. I remember meeting a guy in comedy, but it was like when I first started Aussies and he was like this old ragged ass dude. He just ruined his life trying to be punk rock. And yeah. he was like, yeah, dude, I fucking I, I smoked PCP one time. It was like a table. It was like a table of like us who are in our early 20s. And yeah. This old decrepit loser he's like yeah dude i smoked pcp one time i got so hyped up i just fucking kept scratching my knee and i scratched all the way to the fucking bone and we were like that's not number one that sucks <laughs> and number two it's not even cool it just sucks and you suck everything about this sucks my one of my favorite things is when somebody's telling a story where they're clearly bragging right. but what the story they're telling makes them look absolutely horrible like dog shit yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh dude fuck your dogs yeah dude hell yeah dude one time we had this pomeranian i used to rape it all the time this <laughs> <laughs> fucking dude honestly like but that dog sucked yeah so dude, like the dog was like a cunt yeah, yeah. We, we used to like what we fucking do when we get acd acdc records we play them at 33 rotations per minute so it's like black metal and then we just rape the dog hell yeah it was metal as shit or or he ins- inserts the into the conversation something that's unrelated but then like kind of hold like you'll be like oh, you like acdc also oh, you hate black people too <laughs> you're like hey wait what right what are you talking he's about? telling like these bukowski's what he thinks are bukowski he's like bleeding out of his head the whole yeah. story by the way if you think any of these these type of examples are exaggerated spend two hours at the comedy store <laughs> at any moment in your life just hang out on the porch and be friendly and then somebody make and eye contact is, with anybody but this is anyone. also a lot of like this is a lot of like liberal arts colleges too like yeah the, no 100 percent. It, it it ranges from the guy with a bowler's hat or a fedora who like he watched the blues brothers when he was 14 and he started dressing like them and he's trying to pretend he never did that but he's kept a little piece of that with him right and then there's the one guy who read fear and loathing in las vegas when he was 21 and it was like literally the only book he ever read (laughs) and he just he just he thinks he's fucking hunter s thompson he's like dude if i do acid and go to yum yum donuts like i'm going to write like yeah. The next great American novel. Yeah. L.A. sucks. Can't even find any fucking masculine in this town anymore. <laughs> like, it's, I remember in college, like, there was a guy who would wear piano um, fucking... Uh, neckties? Suspenders. No, oh. piano suspenders and walk around. Yeah. And people would be like, that dude is that dude is so cool because he's... Quirky. I was like, he's not cool. It's like... 
if here's the thing if he like just wanted to do that and he was doing it like you could feel that air i'm like hey good for him he's doing his own thing it was clearly look at me suspenders i have not i'm trying to piece Mm -hmm. together a personality sounds like somebody was looking at him Uh, it sounds like Jay Savory was paying close attention. Well, we did date for two years. Well, yeah, I get it. That was the. That's why you broke up. Can I? Can I? Can I? Um, say something. Um, <laughs> could you stop wearing the piano key suspenders? You're uh, great. You're great. I love you. Look, I love you. I've never said that about somebody else. But let's let's just do black suspenders one time. How about that? You said you would never bring up a suspenders. You ain't white. Fuck you, man. You guys just start making out. Yeah. Uh, I knew this uh, like 350 pound dude who dressed like the Blues Brothers like two days out of the week. Yeah. 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 He was really fucked up. What do you wear like the tie and the hat and People everything? People dress ways, you know? But when you're when you're 15 and you're like you're, you're he's going around he's saying the lines he's saying like two fried chickens and a diet coke or whatever the line is dang it fucking dog or is can, it a diet Pepsi can you I get, forget can the I get line. four fried chickens can and you, a coke yeah can yeah, you yeah. take the dog out of here I'll do it she's knocking all the cables over. oh sorry yeah sorry Gracie uh, our dog cut its foot on a knife it was uh yeah so it, she's got a big cone on her now and she's basically a terrorist our yeah. You, our Sam Harris hates our dog now because it looks Muslim. <laughs> Is Sam Harris actually like a racist guy? Um, he he. You should watch some of his stuff on Rogan, like w- when it comes to like the Iraq body count shit, where he's like, "Listen, Joe, here's the thing. I know our country has killed like hundreds of thousands of innocent civilians, but think of it this way: if you were driving your car down the street." And, you know, sometimes you're driving, you happen to crash into somebody and kill them. It just happens. Joe goes, yeah, but that's different because you're driving a car and the other one is like yeah, he's a trying, big giant war. He's trying that's, to do that like thing that smart people do sometimes where they're like, they're trying to be almost too, not woke, but too smart. Where like Neil deGrasse Tyson, there, he's like, why were people upset about 9-11 when so many people die? Every, and it's like. You're not fucking. Yes, that is also sad, but this is sad too. Yeah, I get the point you're trying to make, but yeah. just don't fucking make it. Sam Harris gets all gay, where he he, he acts like <laughs> he gets all lame. Yeah, he, he acts like uh, like ISIS is the biggest threat to civilization. It's like, buddy, buddy, we got we got ten others, dude. Like, but that's all. It's I kind mean, of his thing. It's all he talks about. I mean, and we'll, then you look at videos of ISIS. It's literally fifty dudes in a field with shovels, and some of them have guns that we gave them. Right, and like when you look at drone strikes and stuff it's like oh so wait this is who we're worried about yeah I, they're like they're like i don't want to writing goats i don't want to oversimplify here but i'm going to just say killing people's bad <laughs> that's your right? new religion that's kind of a that's kind of a pretty solid rule right yeah i think you're good on that by the way uh one of the most interesting brain experiments you can do is read a book uh, um, I'm reading a book right now called A Long Way Gone uh-huh. and it's about uh, boy soldiers in Africa and they're like 13 years old and he's like I go and I blow his face off <laughs> and it was very much like your story your like joke that you, yes yeah. and it's but it's a whole book about it and then going to an open mic and just hearing people complain <laughs> is so insane yeah because I'm just like oh man what a horror I'm literally tearing up in my car a couple of times mm-hmm. I'm getting that real Jay Savory effect you know what I mean I'm getting emotional <laughs> Uh, and uh, then I go to an open mic and people are like, oh, fucking, it's like uh, this, these microaggressions are uh, just abhorrent. <laughs> like, this is, you're ridiculous. 
I just want to play the book on on just on a loudspeaker. Like say anything. You're outside of mic. Yeah, trying to educate yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> I hadn't seen my mother or father in 17 years. That's had, the guy that gets to narrate the audiobook. Oh, it's the actual guy that. Wrote oh, okay. It. Yeah, well, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful book, beautiful book. Lots of murder. <laughs> Uh, great stuff. Yeah. But Ben, you know, I, I'll tell you, I agree with you. You know, ISIS is not that bad. <laughs> no, I think they're the biggest threat to uh, America's existence right now. Yeah. I don't, I really don't think any of us know enough about, uh, global politics. No, they're, they're clearly the biggest threat. They've, uh, they haven't, uh, done anything to our actual country. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been a terrorist attack on American soil since 2001. What if ISIS was just... They're a, clearly the a, biggest threat to a, our country. A crew of men that like uh, to shove icicles up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, Jace, could, you, you do a good iced tea impression, right? Right. Do you want to do ISIS tea? <laughs> ISIS Can you do tea? ISIS tea, please? Right, so first off... <laughs> there we go. First off, because America has bombed our country, I'm going to cut this journalist's head off. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to investigate a sexual assault case <laughs> in the U.S. military, which happens quite a lot. Actually, not even in a bit. This is a real fact. <laughs> it's very sad. A lot of rapes in the military go unreported because of the chain of command. That's pretty good. It's the, so that's my character, Isis T. Now you want to do yeah. I, Isis Cube? <laughs> Isis Cube? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. You are setting me up for so much failure. This is why I do like it. You're like the outlaw in Shane who's shooting at my feet while I dance. You're making me dance. Oh, I just realized that was 50 Cent. That's my bad. Like, if you were, if this conversation were uh, like a graph, you know, where you would like have a continuous line for where we actually keep on a conversation, Mm -hmm. there would just be branches, constant branches. Oh, Kevin, I never goes anywhere. I did something cool today. I would love to hear a real story i hung out with Haley joel osmond did you really yeah is that true yeah you could just eat sub sandwiches he- together <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, me and Haley joel we just went to the park <laughs> we ran into each other at jersey mike's <laughs> and then we walked around the reservoir you guys uh, just even, feeding each other you didn't even yeah you, you just talked about the sixth sense the whole time yeah. you're like that's a really he's good he's a movie. tiny guy i just gave him a piggyback ride <laughs> and we just looked fed the ducks you're wearing so you just, Haley joel osmond and a baby bjorn yeah he's, he's your son yeah. he's got a baguette but it's like where you know like bo jackson had the the bat where it's like behind his neck but then he's got over both of his arms over the right. baguette just snaps it's it. like hey what's up ben i was just about to make a sandwich <laughs> and, and then he just mm-hmm. slicing it open yeah and it's yeah. just this huge sandwich like on the Simpsons. <laughs> and then you're in a park. He's like, could you hold the other side right. for me? You're mm-hmm. just like, so how much money do you have saved up from child star? You're like $150,000. You're like, wow. I mean, that's a lot. But like for the rest of your life, that's not a lot. <laughs> did you really hang out with Haley Joel Osmond? Yeah, I did. Talk about it. Um, first of all, okay. So here's the first thing that popped in my head. Uh-huh. And I, first of all, I, I was producing a podcast that he was the guest on. Did you say, I see gay people? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bit. Oh, thanks. No, you're welcome. <laughs> the six inch sense. Oh yeah. The there 69th sense. Yeah, there you go. There all you right. Go. Okay. Yeah. So it was a guest what on a podcast. What if the six sense was just gaydar? <laughs> 
he's, yeah, he's just like he's he's crying in his tent, shaking, and just a guy pops his head on the table. He's like, "Hello, <laughs> it's Richard it's, Simmons. We are out of relish. So if anybody's making a store trip, I'd appreciate you. <laughs> All you have is French as mustard. It's the worst. He just he throws up. <laughs> he watches. He's watching The Sopranos. He can only see Vito in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and the end of the movie is Bruce Will. He helps Bruce Willis realize that he's gay. Yeah, like you know, in the Sixth Sense, when he's like, he feels his stomach at the he's end, been and there's gay blood. The whole time. Yeah, he's been gay the yeah, whole yeah. time. He's like running through Bruce Willis's head. Is like the thing about gay people is they don't even know they're gay. And instead of filling his belly for blood, he's just filling his ass, and it's full. Right. Okay, um, he like it. brings come in. I'm coming up. He brings his hands up I into frame, and it's just tougher to go. I'm gonna let it show. And then so, he's just shredding around like Bushwick or wherever it's shot <laughs> right. in Pennsylvania. I think I can't remember. I regret interrupting you with that brilliant riff. Uh, okay, uh, so you met him. You were you were. He was a guest on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Were, what what podcast? I'm, I'm well. It's. But I don't want to say it. The the podcast. Don't say the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. The, 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 here's the thing. Here's what's bad. You know, we're on camera too, right? By the way. <laughs> so even if you when you mouth the words. <laughs> well, I did the first name though. Okay. Yeah, you're like it's WTF. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one clue. <laughs> okay. Um, so you. Uh, you're producing a podcast with Haley. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing that runs through my head mm-hmm. is uh, I got to ask him about open secret. <laughs> no, you don't. I did not. You have to. Ask I did not because I have to be kid. professional in the workplace. All right. That seems like so the, I did the not most ask professional him. thing you could have done, but I really did want to be like, hey, uh, in the sixth sense, like with with uh, Bruce Willis and everything. Uh, can I ask you a question? You fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he's a, he's a he's a little guy and he's getting a lot of work. Uh, how t- at, how at tall is he? You think? Um, I would say he's taller than Brendan Crick. So five foot. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I would say he's like five five, five six, okay. five seven. Yeah, relatively short. Um, he's he's a bigger boy now, but he has the beard and the longer hair, and he really fucking rocks it. And he's an insanely good golfer. Jace, did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah, really? yeah. He played on like Marco O'Mara's like All Star team. Really? Uh, yeah, he plays a lot of golf. He grew up in uh, La Cunada, like up l- in Flint Ridge. That sounds like really? the lamest yeah. thing of all time. Marco O'Mara's All Star team. <laughs> that sounds like if you were wearing a yeah. shirt that said "Ask me about Marco O'Mara's All Star." <laughs> team i would give you a swirly i don't know who Marco Even, is. he's like a golfer who won the masters in 1996 people only still kind of know his name because he was best friends with tiger woods he looks like every one of your dad's friends from when you were a kid that's mark yes Amira. oh yeah, yeah. He, he looks, looks if huh. he, if just you, the he most looks like Ron Orozco. Okay, here, here we go. <laughs> just the most mayo ass white here, guy. Here's Mark O'Mara. Go to Home Depot and go to the lawnmower section. He's the only guy there <laughs> just walking around looking at lawnmowers, dude. Uh, real tend to like crank like he's sitting on top of the riding. Yeah. one, just imagining he can't afford it, but he's like, oh, man, if I had this baby, Woo, dude, I, I there was a time when I was a homeowner uh, where I literally went to Home Depot to look at lawnmowers mm-hmm. and it was like I felt like a kid like on like post Christmas where I don't get a gift, but they're like, we're going to let you go to the store and buy one video game, whatever you want. <laughs> And I, I literally, I was like walking around like, oh, fuck. You were actually excited about this it. This one's a 200 CC, but it doesn't have self-driving. <laughs> did, you, did you do a 360 turn mower? Because those are the bad bitches. Dude, I, what do you, I couldn't do that shit. Plus, I, I mean, Come on, I, I only, only 500 down. I only had an <laughs> acre. 
I will say. Oh, you only had an acre, then it doesn't make sense. Kevin, when I was out of college, I, for like five months to raise some money to move to New York. He blew guys under a bridge. (laughs) Yeah, I blew guys under a bridge. And while I was doing that, I also worked (laughs) as a custodian at my dad's high school. And it was my job. When I was done blowing the guys, it was my job to um, mow the football field. Oh, wow. So I like Forrest Gump. Like, literally, like Forrest Gump. (laughs) Hey, that was Haley Jossman's first movie. There you go. There we go. Hey, tying it all back together. That's insane. I forgot about that. Hey, Mr. Gump. And I'll tell you how he got started in acting right after this. Okay. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. So, anyway, we we had this huge lawnmower called the Grasshopper. It was legitimately like maybe 15 feet wide with these huge blades on it. Yeah. And it would go like 45 miles an hour. And I'm supposed to go like 10 miles an hour around the football field. But I was just like, nobody was around. So I'm just like, like almost killing my. So yeah, yeah, flying, doing like donuts. Like the field looks like shit. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a lot. I'm of basically fun. like Batman in like the Christopher Nolan movies, like a huge tank. I'm just like fucking up columns and shit. Yeah, everybody in the town is in the stands. Like it's NASCAR. <laughs> right. They just think NASCAR came to town, and you're just flying a hundred miles an hour. Right. Dude, in, in front of my house, children used to gather every week when I'd mow the lawn. Really? Because Would they I, hoot and holler. Uh, yeah, they they did gather and holler. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> It was just, I, I could not mow my lawn without raging the fuck out every <laughs> single time because I, there was like port. It, I worked so hard to get my lawn to try to look good and I just couldn't, it just didn't look good. Well, you're in Fresno. It's, yes. It's, hard. it's, it's, yeah. it's so fucking hot. Why Wa- you're not supposed to use that much water. And then I would uh, inevitably run over a sprinkler that would like fire off and like break a bunch of China, <laughs> you know, that just like just shatter. And I'd be like, Fuck! God damn! And then people like my wife come out like sweet as can be with like a glass of lemonade. Honey, how's it going out here? Thanks so much for working so hard. Just like just like raging out. I hated that fucking lawn. You're blaring Metallica. Yeah, you're wearing like the leather face mask from Texas Chainsaw. No, real talk. I'd be like listening to like you made it weird with Pete Holmes, and he'd be like, "The nice thing about being existential is like you have to really clear your mind of thoughts." I'm just going, fuck, fuck. <laughs> just try like another sprinkler. I'm making seven runs to Home Depot yeah. and then I get the, this is only a quarter sprinkler. I needed a half. I need a half sprinkler. Yeah. This one doesn't even fucking pop up enough. I don't have enough risers. And now my riser cutter has a dent in it because my damn wife tried to use it to cut the lawn. It's like I get, oh, dude, it was right. That was that was my warehouse job. Damn, Kevin really just went back in time to those days. That was hated that fucking lawn. That was my warehouse job back in Abilene, where I'd just be moving these fifteen pound cancerous boxes all day. Cancer boxes? Yeah, they literally said warning causes cancer on it, and it's my job to move them around all day. And I'd just be doing that for eight hours, and then I'd cut my hand open on a nail, and I'd just be like, I want to fucking die. I hate my life. Yeah, it's the worst, man. Uh, It's uh, having to do something over and over and over again that you despise like fuck my wife or this podcast just like doing this podcast you know <laughs> it's or fucking uh, my wife yeah or fucking your wife yeah well every time i fuck your wife i check in like on a big uh a time card like it uh i thought it was like the dmv no i was doing Where, it like it was just a, a big monitor and above my bed with a <laughs> with, it's like b654 right and there's so, a line and I looked down, going, I'm, I'm c59 i'm like shit <laughs> sorry i'm late honey your traffic and whatnot <laughs> just like, well We'll have to have a conversation after this. I was, I'm just working the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need to see some uh, identification. They just put like a condom and some lube down. I'm like, okay. By the way, <laughs> click, click, click. You hear the clicking on the keyboard? Like you, it's, have, you have big nails, like an old <laughs> black woman clicking on the nail. 
Dude, I went to Ralph's earlier today to get some groceries, and there was a fucking crackhead stealing condoms. <laughs> That's great. And it was. I love that he's practicing sex safety. Yes, but he's like on crack. Dude, he was. His face was so sunken. He looked so fucked up. He was wearing a jacket that's way too big and I saw that he had those box of condoms and he was like slipping it into the sleeve and stuff and then like he he saw me and he like pulled it out he's like hey how's it going I'm like it's going good buddy just just looking for some beef stroganoff how you doing oh you know just smoking crack just cracking it up you know what is fucked up is they should just be like free what do you mean? They are free. Condoms. Oh, oh I thought you meant crackheads. Yeah, just go to Planned Parenthood. You get them for free. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can. Yeah. They're, kind of, they're kind of fucked up, though. So a guy on crack. They're not big enough, huh, Jace? They are, like, even not for just for me. I've heard many people say they're, like, way too small. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's very bad for your circulation. Uh, out on the uh, b-ball court when you talk about this <laughs> stuff with your boys? Yeah, when I, you know how I play basketball at the prison every Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, them Planned Parenthood condoms is too small. Are they too <laughs> Small. I just let you float away on this yeah. voice that you're doing right now. You guys love the voice. Stop. I don't want to pet you. You're so cute, but no. Yeah, sorry, Ben. Anyway, back to Marco Mira's Sorry, All-Stars. my wife just is, crawled under the table and sat in Kevin's lap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was imagining everybody's fucking your wife like uh, an old-time construction yard, like they're clocking in a big thing, and then a steam whistle goes off, and mm. they have to stop fucking your wife and go yeah. home for the day. Is the spindle top, is, it, is all the cum collecting in the earth? Sure. Where my wife is getting fucked. Sure. And then like once a day, this all the cum just erupts out of the earth due to the pressure. Sure. And that uh, that little girl comes out and gives a speech to the state of the to the, oh, the, to Greta the Thunberg Greta. Greta. She's like, There's too much cum <laughs> under the earth. And how I shouldn't even be up here right now talking about cum. How dare you? How dare dare you dump your loads into the earth over and over imagine imagine a pedophile uh at the greta thunberg speech and he has no idea what he walked into he's just like he, he happens to be sitting front row okay he doesn't know what it's about to happen and then greta Thun- thunberg gets up there and she immediately she just goes you ruined my childhood and he's like oh shit like he's getting up he's like fuck he's like looking around a bunch he of priests are just stretching out the neck of their shirt <laughs> <laughs> and then like, he's talking about the government. Oh, oh right, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The environment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree with that. Greta Thunberg, what's, uh, what that bitch get molested by a blimp? <laughs> what? What? Well, she's against air travel. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right, man. Jeez Louise. What do you stretch Armstrong? <laughs> Holy yeah, fuck. Ben's Mr. Fantastic, but it's just to reach for bits. Yeah, it's just to reach for connections <laughs> and bits that don't exist. Uh, so, okay. So why did Haley Joel Osmond for $500? Why did Haley Joel Osmond start his career in acting? So this is the funniest thing. He was at the Ikea in Burbank, the one we all know and love. Oh, great Ikea. Great food. Great food. And honestly, very clean. Honestly, great food at the yeah. Ikea. Great hot dogs. Hey, really I didn't know Ikea's been around that long. Oh, yeah. It's been yeah. around since the late 80s. Huh. I think 70s even. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 So uh, first role, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you back here. You're going to have to really imagine Haley Joel Osment. This is before Sixth Sense, though, so he's a little bit tinier. This is before Forrest Gump even, his first acting role. He's walking into Ikea with his, with his mom and dad. Wait, this is a real story? Swear to God. Okay. Swear to God. This is how they used to cast kids back then. Yeah. They would take Polaroids of every kid that walked into Ikea. Jesus Christ. Swear to God. Really? He said that. Swear to God. Yep. And Jesus. they happened to pick him for that movie. Yeah. How? 
pedo does that sound? Yeah, well, I mean, you, but not everybody they, fucks kids. There are Hollywood, thousands, does fuck there kids. are thousands yeah, of Polaroids of just little cute girls and little cute boys that look like Haley Joe Osment. That's Haley That's happened to my and, my and, kids. And there's dudes with suspenders and pinstripe shirts. Yeah, and they got their pants just a little bit down, and they're sitting at their desk in their big conference room. Why? And their elbows hitting the table. If you know what I mean. I don't. I don't know what you mean. He's the, saying they're masturbating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, being yeah, off to a big I, stack. I've, I've, we were at, uh, we were at the mall in in Burbank, and somebody walked up to my wife and me and was just like, "Hey, you think your children would be interested in being in films?" That happened. Yeah, that's happened a couple of times. Really? Yeah, especially when they were really little. And uh, we're, we we both decided not that that wasn't that's probably a, a good, good idea. Yeah. yeah, I'm just imagining the sleaziest looking guy who ever, like a mole. It was a woman. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. like, there you go. She was Armenian. <laughs> We'll say. But women can be pedophiles too. That, no. That's the title of my children's book I'm writing. <laughs> you wrote Everybody Poops, mm-hmm. but it's Everybody Gets Molested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Across all cultures and genders. Right, sure. Rhinos, penguins, I feel like, big tall giraffes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this podcast should be some, it's like some form of six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's just about pedophilia for Ben, where it's like no matter what we talk about, it's going to come back to pedophilia. Hmm. Speaking of Kevin Bacon, you know, Jace, you know what is great, though? You know what I really want to watch tonight? Yeah, what? Tremors. That was a fun movie. I did like Tremors How a lot. fucking good is Tremors? That's a really fun movie. It's got Rio right. McIntyre in it. Oh, come on, Kevin. Give it up for Tremors one eh, time. It's all right. Okay, I would love to hear your uh, takedown of the artistic integrity of Tremors. Oh, Ben, what about it's Tremors, but it's just Lindy West like coming through a wall? That, she's that fat activist. Is Tremors? Really is that Twitter. that documentary about Michael J. Fox? <laughs> <laughs> They're just all on top of a warehouse in Arizona, <laughs> so they all have like. Well, Luke. Michael Jackson is walking around just normally, so trying they, to get some help. He's just yeah. like, "Is there anybody? I need some gas." <laughs> and R.J. Mitty is like trying to fumble with a can of gasoline, <laughs> just over to him. Michael Jackson. No, the kid from Breaking Bad. Oh, RJ Mitty. Yeah, with the little canes that he walks around. Oh, who, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was actually faking it in the movie. He pretended yeah. to be more disabled than he was. Yeah, he didn't. And I'm calling him out the, on yeah. his podcast for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're starting a war with mm-hmm. RJ Mitty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I found out is a lot of people who are dead in movies didn't actually die. What? Yeah, and they. You're t- telling me James Gandolfini's still alive? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just like they're taking a lot of these roles away from people who are actually dead. You know, and it's just fucked up. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. right. That's what I want more fucked up people to play <laughs> fucked up people in movies. Yeah. 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 Why? Why act when you can just be yourself? <laughs> uh, yeah. For the Stephen Hopping biopic, why do we have to hire Eddie Redmayne instead of a guy who can't move or speak to exactly, do the acting? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, just sit there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you watch that movie? Yeah, I liked it. Th- was it really? Yeah, I, I, I could I not like get it. over. What's it called again? The universe beyond the theory uh, of everything. The theory mm-hmm. of the universe. The theory of everything. Okay. I could not get past. <laughs> just Eddie Redmayne is such a guy. He's like, well, the thing about the art of acting is you become a person. You know. Yeah. So I just couldn't get past him just being all. Like I saw the clips of him just being fucked up, and I just cannot get past him. Yeah. Being like, man, what a great job I am just being fucked up and shit right now. Like, yeah. so proud of himself for whatever reason. I can't get past that when an actor is too proud of himself. Well, I mean, I get it. You know, I, I really get it. You know, you have to become the the person. You know, I have to when I before I come into this studio to record this podcast, I have to become an idiot. 
And yeah, then, you just you just snort a gas out of a canister. Yeah, I just start walk. huffing uh, paint thinner, and then I come in here, and I'm like, "What if all the spaceships were actually just dicks? <laughs> who, who should I become then, Kevin? Because I contain multitudes. I realized to this week that I not only am I BoJack Horseman, I am also Tony Soprano, and I'm Walter White, and I'm Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah, you have to now. So we have I got to. You have to do one. so much exposition to even get understand. Like, well, one tenth of one percent of what the fuck you're talking. When about. I when I'm BoJack, it's because I'm in Hollywood and I'm I have addiction issues. Right? And you have a horse cock. I'm t- yes, I'm Tony Soprano because I'm a I'm a 50 year old Italian guy who you're has not. panic attacks. You're not an Italian. Um, I'm Walter White because uh, uh, I'm a genius, and then uh, I'm Rick from Rick and Morty. Because I'm, I have uh, intimacy issues and an addiction problem. Okay. So which one should I be? If I'm all, I realize I'm all four of those things. I don't know. Uh, just a derailer. That's just whatever. Which one is the biggest derail? You should be uh, BoJack Horseman, but on the tracks, dead on a <laughs> railroad track that just derails a high speed train. You want to replace me with a dead horse? Yes. A dead cartoon horse. Yes. No, I just you. You would you, have to put me on ice. You really get on one where you can't even follow the fucking conversation. I'm following sometimes. just fine. Where did BoJack Horseman and where did any of this? Come you were from? saying I should choose a different personality. Did I? Yeah. No, I did yeah, not. You did. Nope. Yep. Nope. Do you want to rewind it? Listen, no. I am. I am taking a conscious conscious objection to this, and I'm just letting you guys work it out. Rather than trying to bridge, you guys got to get on a conversational I would, wavelength. I would just love that's somehow somewhere to each other. So and then yes, I'll join in. I yeah. would love to be able to just have one a subject for like five minutes at a time. Okay, uh, without you like going like, what if I ate all my pubic hair? Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: you can't go silent now because I'm gonna go. I'm silent. not going silent. Okay. You can't go silent either. This is a fucking podcast with three. People. But it's always my job to bridge the gap between. Yeah, you, guys. you can't put that on Jace. You That's don't have to bridge the gap, you know. But you could, you know, you could also participate. But you know, it doesn't Come mean on, you, Kevin. just your participation doesn't have to be gap bridging. Meet me halfway. Where, where okay, you're Rick and you're Rick and Morty, and mm-hmm. you're and I'm mad about mowing my lawn. There we go. We met halfway. So it's now he's mad about mowing his lawn. Okay, and so now it's the the blending of both worlds. All right, sounds good. Well, I was telling the Haley Joel Osment story about IKEA, and then you came in with that IKEA thing, which was great. I think the listeners love that. <laughs> <laughs> so th- there was us. Like you, you're looking at the misses and not the makes, and that's that's why that's why you'll never be a big podcaster like me. You know okay. what I mean? Sure. I'm I'm going to be Rogan. Okay. That's I'm, good. I'm going to start taking ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Gonna, that's not what my shaman said. <laughs> this guy, this guy down the street, Johnny shaman. Yeah. He, I just fall asleep for 65 hours and it, uh, I wake up <laughs> and he's like, that was ayahuasca and he's dusting his hands off and <laughs> wiping the dust off of his feet. <clears throat> so, uh, okay. All right. Here we go. No, you've got to contribute too. I'm not going to recover well, for this. So do you just want me to talk, Kevin? I'm saying if you want to go crazy and you want to not stop him from going crazy, I'm not going to bridge the gap like I do on a lot of episodes. You Why? guys got to work this out. Why? Because that's my that's like my job on like half of the episodes. So why are you just refuse to, like, to do your job, Jace? 
this one saying is you guys got to do a better job of not mm-hmm. getting to this point because mm-hmm. I don't like having to juggle it back for you guys and get it on on track. Wait, let's let's stop for one second and literally just hug it out real quick. Can we do that? No, come on, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. Um, <laughs> you may not realize that we just cut a, a long chunk uh, where uh, Jace was upset for having to be a peacekeeper, and I was upset uh, for Ben being too autistic, and Ben was upset for me not throwing the ball back. Uh, and I was uh, upset for being uh, viciously attacked yes. for no reason. Yeah, that's my role on the podcast, to be viciously mm-hmm. attacked. That's the problem is we're all Ben Shapiro, dude, you know? And sometimes we need to be a little Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Uh, it, it's you know, a meeting of the minds. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm the only one that's galaxy brain on this podcast. Yeah, I'm the only one willing to take my yarmulke off. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, uh, you guys won't do it. Yeah, we're all, we're all Joe Rogans, and sometimes we need to be all red bands, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yep. The yin and yang of life, the yeah. alpha and the omega. I was listening to, I love Malcolm Gladwell. He's one of my favorite writers of all time. Like I've read all of his books. Oh, how was the interview he did? So he was on Rogan and it is, I was getting so pissed that I almost threw my phone across the room because he has them on for two hours. They talk about brilliant stuff for 30 minutes and then just Joe talks to Malcolm Gladwell about stand-up for 90 minutes and I was just so Well, that mad. could be interesting. No, it's the same points <laughs> over and over again. Literally, well, I thought Cornell West had an interesting perspective on stand-up and Richard Pryor and all all that stuff. What do you say? Uh, he was like, thing, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, you got that's your shit up there. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I, I was like, I thought this is Cornell West. He's like, nah, I'm saying. <laughs> He was hey, like dabbing the mic. Right, he's like, hey, brother love, sometimes when you do your thing, it'd be all right, Jack. <laughs> Colin Powell saying son constantly. Right. It's just Joe Rogan confused. He just found a black guy he thought was Cornell West. <laughs> just a guy break dancing outside of his recording studio. <laughs> all right, and we're live with Dr. Cornell West. What it is? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Ah, damn. I do think I am going to be a Steve Harvey suit guy one day. That would be, please do that. <laughs> I had a Steve. I'm going to be a Beetlejuice suit guy. A Beetlejuice guy? Mm-hmm. You have the same hair yep. and like fucked up mold yeah. on your face and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be dead someday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be doing the podcast and you're just a tombstone with dirt yeah. with a mic in front of Why him. are you contributing? <laughs> <laughs> He just shuts down. Look at him. We try to record and Kevin just rattles chains and groans the whole podcast. (laughs) That would set a record for sure. Like having a dead guy on the podcast. Yeah, like the only podcast with like a literally fucking dead guy. You know know what Guinness record we could set if we put our minds to it? And this could put us on the map for podcasting because I know we're... We're where we're at. We're doing we're doing well. We're doing in terms okay. Of we're, we're still early. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but if we all put our heads together, we could become the fattest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it would take years and years. But if we all got up to like four fifty, five hundred plus, yeah, like five bills, dude. <sighs> <I wonder> what, 
<laughs> like you have to buy special equipment just to cancel the nose breathing out <laughs> yeah, of the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all, we all have eight wind guards on front of our mic yeah. while mm. we're recording. The headphones are like in, it's two headphones on either side of our ears, right? Like separate pairs of headphones <laughs> because it can't go far enough yeah, around. We our have fucking a fucking fat head. We have a spit guard all over all the all the equipment, <laughs> and like we have to speak through like we're at a salad bar, right? The just, just, just like did they, did they have nine pugs on a microphone for this recording? Saint Bernard. Ben, why does everything have to be pedophilia? Do we all have really big dogs sitting next to us, like Saint Bernards and Tibetan Mastiffs? Feeling suicidal again? I need my poor dog. By the way, Jace, you'll be very yeah. happy to know I recently did an audition Ooh. for Skull Chewing Tobacco. I saw that. I was almost like, should I become an actor just for this one audition? I mean, they wanted... Uh, oh, Chance Royce was there, by the way. Oh, oh I'm so... Sense. That makes sense. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it was uh, we did great. Our, we had a we had a group of uh, uh, four of us, and it was uh, me, Chance, and uh, Tyler Riggers. Was your time ten thirty by chance? Uh, no, no, it was in the afternoon. Oh, mine was ten thirty. I did uh, not show up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just no show. Huh? Yeah. And then my agency calls me. They're like, "Hey, what what happened?" I go, "Yeah, my car got stolen again this week." <laughs> They're like, oh, do you want us to not submit you to stuff for a couple weeks? I'm like, yeah, I just got to get another car. Yeah, you're like that old Zach Galifianakis <laughs> joke. The the hardest part about college yeah. was how many times my grandma died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, uh, they're like, oh, well, but uh, so do you want us to cancel your Starbucks edition at two thirty for forty grand? I'm like, no, I'm gonna make that actually. I'm just taking the bus. <laughs> The skull one for two grand. I can't make that one. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. thirty two hundred. Like, oh, what? Way. You know what? Actually, I just found my car again. <laughs> guy dropped it off in my driveway, but, so I'll make that but, forty grand audition. But uh, the guy who stole it brought it back, and he told me he's going to steal it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so just, I'm going to do the Starbucks one at two thirty, but then just like take me, take me off. Don't fire me though. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in case you know Toyota or something has something for for me, right? <laughs> or peanut M and M's. Yeah, I don't see. I haven't submitted for any of those big ones. Kevin is always from for the really small ones. I'll be honest with you, I don't show up for eighty percent of my auditions, and they don't. They haven't said shit. Really, they haven't said shit to me. Yeah, they give me a real tongue lashing Dude, when I call in. If it's under twenty five hundred, I don't go. Yeah, yeah, you don't get out of bed for less than three G's. It's like, dude, in terms of the gas I've spent driving to these auditions, I know. I'm like, I'm so in the hole already. And I talk to these people, I go, yeah, my agency likes me because everything I go on, I get a callback or an avail. So they send me on everything. And they go, yeah, that, that was how it was for me for four years, too. And I finally booked one. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, it yeah. seems, it seems uh, brutal. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It is pretty it, brutal. It's just like sometimes I'll, I'll pull the lever twice a month at yeah. the big, biggest slot machine in the casino. I'll go fucking pull it yeah. twice a month. Why not? You know? Yeah. It was, uh, the commercial was ridiculous because they're like, oh, you guys are all camping. You just, you're cooking venison on an open fire and it's boys night, just men being men. And I was just like, uh, hey, you guys fucking any horrors this week? You know? And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, oh, it's like that old Pecos, uh, the, hot sauce commercial like an old prospector oh, no whether pace pace where yeah. they're like i hear that cowboy bars is dipped from new york city new york city what is he uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I loved, I remember watching those commercials when I was like 12 years old and being like, I don't know what homophobia is yet, but this is homophobia. The Pace Picante? Yeah, because they're just like, I heard he buys his his uh, hot sauce from New York. It's like, they just want to call him a, the F word for gay people. That's it. You think it's because that's where gay people live? Is in New York City? 100% that's what it's for. They're like, yeah, you know, New York is full of gay people and like Jews. I don't know, that's man. It'd be like yeah. the yeah. same the thing if they're like, those motorcycles are made in New York City. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah New yeah. York yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. It's like the I, term city slicker. It just means the F word for gay people. <laughs> it really kind of does, does a little bit. So you, you're saying there's city boy. It's, they're I, just calling him gay. Yeah, That's all it is. Like I've told you before, I remember going home for Thanksgiving and um, like literally five family members came up. To, they thought I was still living in New York. And they go, so where are you living now? And I'm like, uh, I'm Los Angeles, actually. They're like, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And they then, freak out. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, actually, you know, I, I uh, you know, it's in, and they're like, you know, a lot of funny business in Los Angeles. <laughs> Just like, what? They don't talk to me for the rest of Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got a, you got yourself a, a Prius. Right. Huh? Don't let a Jace touch the yam. He's probably going to get AIDS on it. He's going to get all his gay on the yams. <laughs> Here, here's the. Here's, I don't want them gay yams like last <laughs> Let's actually go through. There are a lot of code words they use for gay people. It's city slicker. It's city boy. Yeah. It's a, what was the one you just said, Jace? Uh, funny, funny, bu- funny business. Funny business. Yeah. Um, hold on. There's one in there's, Texas. They love saying fruits. That was. I'm not even. Kidding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fruity. Yeah. A twisty treat. Twisty treat. Yeah, they'll be like, ah, that guy went down to twisty, twisty treat. Fairies. And you go, what are you talking about? They go, you know, he's driving up Hershey Highway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eyes bugging out. That fella, he uh, he chews a lot of zebra gum if you catch my drift. <laughs> I love zebra gum. <laughs> yeah, I, Hershey Highway is a fun. Yeah, one. It's, it's just like yeah, that boy's down down at the Funny Farm. I eat a real leprechaun. He loves the rainbows, <laughs> if you know what I mean. There's no pot of gold at the end of it, though. Yeah, I'll tell you something. Yeah, you know, my son moved to L.A., started watching documentaries about Basquiat. You know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) What's Basquiat? John Paul Basquiat, one of the famous graffiti artists from the mid-1980s, died of age because he's a homosexual. (laughs) You have to know so much history to be I'm actually very, very, uh, you know, I watch Angels in America (laughs) so I can make fun of gay people more accurately. Yeah, I do a lot of research on the gays uh, just so uh, as I can insult people with more intelligence. You <laughs> yeah. know? My, my doctor told me there's a chemical in Werther's original that keeps me straight, so I just <laughs> pop one in every time I think about, you know, going down on my bus driver or something. <laughs> yep. Just, uh, just put, eating a whole bag of Werther's originals and uh, sitting on the tractor for nine yeah. hours. You know, me and the missus used to listen to Prayer at Home Companion until they started getting a little fruity. You know what I'm talking about. They started what? letting women and sing on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I do like You it. know what podcast I do love is Brain Jail, though. Those boys have good opinions about stuff. They're great opinions. <laughs> I, I do like the idea of uh, Walter Matthau. Uh, or who's the guy? Grumpy that, old men. Oh, no. I guess that is Dennis. He's a menace. Yeah, that's, that's also Walter Matthau. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, who's the guy that does diabetes? Oh, uh, Walt, uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley having like a, like a, a anti-gay conversation <laughs> with somebody. Here's getting their, their little fruity cakes <laughs> and their, their diabetes. Throwing up the Hersher Highway. The Hersher. I can't have Hersher. You know, I was I in. Counting my diabetes. You know, I was in the, the, the great horror movie, The Thing, with Kurt Russell. You know, the real thing is the transgender people. Yeah. You know, I watched, <laughs> I watched her Brokeback Mountain. Those two boys got AIDS a bitish. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep, gay diabetes. Gay diabetes. <laughs> he calls it gay diabetes. That's you what know, he calls HIV. Uh, yeah, that's his commercial for diabetes. He goes, my doctor called me up and told me, son, your kidneys are acting a little gay, so we got to inject you with some penicillin. <laughs> what if What if Wilford Brimley found out he had HIV and diabetes at the same time, <laughs> and like a company came to him, they're like, hey, so you have, uh, he's like, no, 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 no. They're like, oh, we thought you had diabetes. We are going to give you this big. He's like, no, 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 I have it. I have it. He's like, I'll do the commercial. I'm that running would, very low on money. That would be depressing for him getting AIDS and diabetes <laughs> at the same time. Well, that's if you fuck a big fat guy. Right. <laughs> if you fuck the fat Italian guy from The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. You fuck Vito. Vito. JC, oh, speaking of Vito. I can't um, have sweets or ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a bit of an ass tooth. At the end of the day, a long, a long hard day, I like sitting down with a bowl of Werther's Original, sugar-free. <laughs> On account of I got the diabetes. I just love the idea of an old man, instead of saying sweet tooth, he's calling his gay urges ass tooth. <laughs> yeah, I got a bit of an ass tooth. I got you a know. bit of a cock tooth. Does he just, <laughs> instead of having like a wrap over his head with the bow, uh-huh. does he have it just around his ass? Yeah, around his ass. Just keep his <laughs> ass closed off. Yeah. yeah. He just has a big uh, ice pack <laughs> on his <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he's just, he's bending over and putting a, a cold steak on his asshole. <laughs> What was the purpose of that cloth tied around the head for a toothache? Uh, I think uh, it's so you you don't your tooth doesn't hit against the, the top. Yeah, really? Just, well, it just numbs your your teeth. Oh, okay, you know, or I mean, it was probably like a cold blanket that was like in a freezer, and you put it around your jaw. Well, there was ice in it. I it mean, probably was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's ice in it. It was probably yeah. from the fifties, so it was also just probably soaked in bourbon or something, and they just wrapped yeah. it around their skin, so it probably. could soak just, in. Yeah, dipped in heroin or something. Yeah, the good old days. Heroin. A doctor's a little helper. <laughs> Everybody, they were just giving people heroin back then. It was pretty great. I saw this is like, I'm stealing this from Twitter or whatever, but I did see somebody like, it's kind of bad having depression now versus like the 1910s because like literally the treatment for depression back then was just to give you heroin and yeah. a vibrator. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. But that, uh, I got to cure my depression real quick. Let me tell you <laughs> They literally, this is, this is a real thing was they had um, back in the early days of psychology, literally Freud did this was if women had depression or anxiety issues, they called it hysteria. Yeah. And the treatment, you know this, Kevin, the treatment was literally the doctor would masturbate the woman until she orgasmed. Yes. And like literally that was the only time a woman orgasmed was when Did she went to a psychiatrist. Well, of course it helped. She got her just nut off. A man coming home at like three in the morning, just fucking drunk <laughs> as shit. I can't believe this. They come all over that. Doc, she's hysterical. <laughs> she didn't let me do my man stuff. And, what, and he's like, I'm bringing her in. I have a perfect solution. Right. We will flick the woman's bean for 20 <laughs> seconds. Uh, I'm just imagine that doctor getting home to his wife after a long day, just like wrists or his shit. Yeah, I was like, honey, would you mind um, making, you know. <laughs> You honey, could, maybe got, you could. No. I got a little bit of hysteria right now. I'm a little hysterical. It's like, honey, I hate. You always make me bring my work home. <laughs> <laughs> well, literally, vibrators were invented by, I think, a German psychiatrist. Literally, to help psychiatrists whose hands were getting tired from. I'm not kidding. Yeah, masturbating women all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how sexist mm-hmm. like the culture actually used to be. That was the only way a vibrator. Did ever Sigmund got Freud yeah. masturbate them? With a cigar, yeah, he did. Would he put a little cigar, <laughs> a down little there? Bill Clinton action, folks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jace, sorry, can I go back to Vito? 
Yeah, go to Vito. Because Jay showed me The Sopranos this week, and I just want to talk about Vito, if that's okay. Wait, who's, which one's Vito? He's the insanely fat gay guy on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. actually a beautiful storyline. I cried to it one time, but yeah, I was also he was on, on acid. acid at the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I walk in the living room, Jay's is just crying at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on acid. <laughs> because he he's can't like, be- they, they killed the really fat guy because he's gay. <laughs> like, he just wants to be in love, and it's so fucked up. And I look he's at the eating TV. a huge pot of, of spaghetti. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. talking like, yish, all of a sudden. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, so this should be like the saddest scene of all time. And I look up, and it's just Tony Soprano like, yeah, he's fucking gay. Yeah, who gives a shit? We're just going to fucking whack him. And I'm like, well, there's nothing sad about this at all. It's like, no, it's very sad because he wants to be gay, no, but he it, can't live that life. It really yeah. is like darker than it being this big poetic thing about him trying to be gay. It's, it's, it's more so like the Italians just have this emotional distance between anyone being different than them. Well, it's, and it's, it, it's a and real they just talks. move past it immediately. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a type of xenophobia, but it's, it's more than that. It, it really is toxic masculinity is what not to be wokey McWokestein. Uh, the wow, Jace, I totally agree. <laughs> you said it best, my friend. When I watch The Sopranos, I skip right over season five. That's my new horror book. is called Doctor Wokenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I make I make a monster out of every different gendered person and bring it back to life. Wokenstein's uh, monster. Yeah, Wokenstein's monster. Uh, guys, I'm actually glad James Gandolfini's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was the leader of a gang that killed a guy for being gay. Well, in uh, Connecticut, Satan, that was actually just a television program. You shut the fuck up, <laughs> you privileged piece of shit. As Jace, Jace is dry is heaving over here, oh, yeah. Jace is bending over. Thro- <laughs> He's just throwing up dip spit. <laughs> but uh, Jace, I would love. I that would, should be the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Jace, I would have loved at the time for there to be a crossover episode between Jack, uh, between uh, what was Bam Margera's show? Uh, Viva La Bam. Between Viva La Bam and The Sopranos, and it's Don Vito and Vito, <laughs> and they're just both fat gay guys. Is Don Vito in the world? Gay? No, but he was. But he was a he pedophile. Was a pedophile. <laughs> really. <laughs> jail for yeah, him. Yeah, and then he died in jail. After the show, because he got famous and he'd go to like these meet and greets in like 2009. No. Just around Connecticut. He was groping would... like 14-year-old girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he went to jail. Jesus. And he tra- in, in court, he tried. He did the Alex Jones defense where he just said he was in character. Yeah, he was like, I was playing my jackass character. And my what? character my character is egregious, so my character would definitely grow up a 14-year-old girl. Wow. Yeah. And you're like, uh, uh, Don Vito, uh, it's a reality show. Uh, <laughs> a real Daniel Gay Lewis, if yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, Don Vito, maybe he is just a character actor. Yeah. Maybe he like went to an Ivy League school. I feel like he we could do something with Daniel Gay Lewis. Am I wrong? <sighs> My left ass. <laughs> Hold on. Last of the. My left nut. Yeah, um, there will be come. The, oh, the last of the T cells. <laughs> There's, there's only one T-cell left in the tribe. Right. It's the last gay man in a frontier. Yeah. America. No T-cells for old men. <laughs> I know that's not the right. That's not the right movie. But yeah, so like hold it. on. Uh, so there will be blood. I mean, that one's like kind of too like hand over fist right there. It's like kind of heavy handed. Yeah. Like, you don't want to do blood. a hat on a hat for there will be cum. It's just like, <laughs> and I think we already talked about the spindle top with cum shooting out of the We did thing. talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that hold got on. edited out. What is another Daniel Day Lewis uh, movie? Um, Lincoln. Um, what about Lincoln walk? Lincoln, it's just about his dick. Lincoln. So it's um, John Wilkes booth and he, okay. So a, Abe Lincoln keeps a giant dildo <laughs> AIDS, under AIDS his Lincoln. AIDS Lincoln. <laughs> And he keeps 
he he's trying to free the slaves so he can fuck them. <laughs> and he keeps a giant dildo under his hat. And John Wilkes Booth kills him so he can get the dildo. Mm-hmm. And then he throws the dildo on the floor of the theater and jumps off of the balcony it's and lands the, on it with, yeah. the, with it the, up his ass. It's the Tom Four Ford. Four whores and seven <laughs> queers ago. Our forefathers sat on this dildo. Hello, it's me, JFK, and I'm gay. <laughs> JFK, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I, Herbert Hoover in parentheses because he could suck that dick up like a vacuum. Mm-hmm. If we're able to keep the union together uh, and all the f- slaves are freed, that's great. <laughs> but if we're able to keep the union together, I'm only able to fuck three quarters of the slaves. That's also acceptable. <laughs> If we're able to keep the union together, no slaves are freed, but I still get to fuck them. That's acceptable the, as well. The uh, Getty, the Getty head, the Getty's ass, the Gettysburg. <laughs> Get Hettysburg address. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? We do need to uh, market a version of Mad Libs for this show, right, Brancho Mad Libs, dude. We honestly, that would be really. But it's you solid. just you just write in the actual nouns, like instead of Mad Libs, you write in like the man went to the butt bank. It's just like the you know, it's written in AIDS and semen. <laughs> well, you, you only just, have you just twelve write words to choose yeah. from. <laughs> hey, no one knows the play Lincoln was watching. Yeah, they do. It was called a, It was called like an American. <laughs> yeah, it was, he's watching Pagliacci. <laughs> what gonna, he was I, just watching Rent. Yeah, was <laughs> he was watching Hamilton. He's like, I don't uh, know. This is accurate. What a minority on stage right now for the 1860s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, it was like called um, an American lady or something like that. People do know what it is. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't gay. <laughs> anymore so, those around. so it was an american uh man right yeah in, in this version mm-hmm. in this universe mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. right um and, so and his just, last words literally were are you enjoying the play like almost like there's so many things about the lincoln assassination where it almost seems like he knew he was going to die weirdly. really yeah like he was a big you know he was into like um uh fortune like tellers and like sears fortune tellers yeah fortune tellers <laughs> Big Pepe would come in and look in his ball. Um, <laughs> he can only predict nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> a four chan teller, mm-hmm. Will of four chan, Will of four chan. By the way, I have. <laughs> That's what this podcast should be called. I, I wish there was some way to put together some sort of montage of me researching four chan and all <laughs> internet culture does just try to relate a little bit just more. ask your kids they, i know dude it's Ugh. literally kevin it's like the rocky four montage where you're trying yeah. to like ah! understand more of the podcast hearts on fire yeah. he's you're running up like- the steps of epstein's temple <laughs> just trying to get to the top of the child sacrifice temple and i'm just burning a book that says genuine feelings on it <laughs> <laughs> just like ah this is all done i guess now uh, okay yeah no more genuine feelings or thoughts uh you're, you're gonna eat racism and shit homophobia kid kid when i'm done with you you're gonna shit shit and eat shit <laughs> dude i do love because i've watched i've watched enough of the uh like uh, little youtube videos on like explaining like you know the history of pepe or whatever mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and it's it's very it's thanks for subscribing by the way (laughs) (laughs) it's very counterproductive because they'll be like pepe is actually not racist he was used for 
many encouragings. First, there was, uh, you know, uh, feels good, man. Right. And then they would have feel good, man. And he would zoom in on like a section of the four Jan, you know, anonymous seven, five, three, eight, six, four, whatever. Right. And then right above it is a guy screaming the N word seven times. <laughs> And then it was like, feels good, man. They're like, Pepe was not racist in the beginning. Well, it is funny. We've talked about it on the show, but like the Chinese resistance, Pepe has like become their symbol because they don't know that it means like a racist thing now. Right. In America. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's, uh, uh, it does definitely symbolize uh, just an idiot using the influence of a bunch of people who were so over caring about all this dumb bullshit yeah like because it is kind of a, it, i do see it as somebody who's a, a, like a zen buddhist mm-hmm. that also doesn't mind uh just ruining people's days and making well, people feel absolutely horrible it, it is very like buddha is groiper yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. like it, they're just like they don't they're, they're just like oh yeah none of this matters yeah the war there's kids in cages yeah i can't do anything about yeah. it so uh yeah. hail hitler the dolly pepe well it, it, yeah. it, it is very interesting because i was literally listening to a podcast the sam harris podcast about the same thing where you know if you look at it before i remember like that whole 4chan i never went on 4chan but i read subreddits about 4chan posts and shit just to like in 2014 you were just laughing at nerds and people who couldn't like who were just severely autistic and stuff yeah and what you're, you're right, Kevin, it's like a metaphor for what happened to the country because people got so nihilistic about they were losing, like steel mills were closing, people in the Rust Belt couldn't get jobs, Right. people are losing their homes. And it's the same thing on 4chan. People are like, what am I supposed to be alive for? So they turn to nihilism. Right. And the problem about this is, we've talked about it before, when you have severe irony and severe nihilism and nothing else matters, it's great for tearing down an institution like a Hillary Clinton type of thing. It's like, oh right. yeah, meet the new boss same as the old boss she doesn't give a fuck about us she just wants to be empowered so they tore that down but you see what happens is when you're nihilistic and you have this irony poisoning is nothing gets put in its place right so what gets put in its place is donald trump who is you know a terrible president so now it's like and it's opposite day on the podcast folks (laughs) (laughs) yeah trump who's very terrible and i didn't vote for him Uh, it's it's opposite day no but like but like seriously so like now you kind of see like this is the fruits of what's happened with that that nihilism is people are like oh yeah like rejecting everything still leaves me fucked so where do i go from here it still leaves you with nothing in the end yeah exactly yeah uh yeah which has kind of always been my which is why I I, I I think you know we have done a better job in uh, recent podcasts, uh, but which is why it's just like you know we can't it just can't constantly be ironic. That, yeah, you know, course, which is why yeah. I appreciate that we do have serious moments on the podcast because it's like okay, let's be real people. Right, let's be real people here for a second. Yeah, yeah. If if like resentment and bitterness and rage and frustration and horniness, if those are all the things sort of driving your like if those are like the things driving the engine, the utterances of who you are, you're going to end up either on the left or on the right, far on the left or on the right. Well, because what you're doing is very similar. You're letting your emotions dictate your ideology, especially anger and especially hate Yeah, in that case. And when emotions dictate ideology, that's where you end up in an extreme place, not so close to the middle, which I think is like, I'm kind of like left middle, 
But I don't think like I I don't think going extreme either way makes like it can't be yeah. everything like, on the, one the, side is you, correct. Like if you, sure if that you, can't be like the if case. you had wife and kids, you wouldn't be either of those options. Like if you had, you know what I mean? Like well, yeah, so many there's, of these there's not are, a guy at Goldman Sachs that's in the alt right. Yeah, well, so you know many, what I mean? Well, I don't know about that honestly. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe he's Gold, funding all right. Yeah, funding to, the all right to, to to confuse people, but. Yeah, but um, what I'm saying is like people like that, if they had an actual purpose to be alive, because some of these people, like we're talking about these 4chan type people, they have these incels, they like have nothing going for their life. If you actually had yeah. meaning and purpose, you wouldn't be in this state where you're, you know, trying to disman- like make America burn to the ground. You know? Yeah. Well, and I don't quicker, think- quicker. That's, but that's the thing. I'll push right. against that a little a bit because I don't think that they're necessarily even trying to make America burn to the ground. I think they're just seeing people be so precious about uh, just seeing you like trying to hawk up a loogie I know, while I'm sorry. trying to like, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> they're seeing see, people be so precious. You're seeing people be so precious about this stuff that they really don't have any control over at the end of the day, have a very hard time pointing to anything that actually reflects any way in any way in their actual lives. Right. They have no way of seeing the positive in certain things. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like, oh, they're, if they're going to be precious about that, I don't give a shit. I realize that this is pointless and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to shout, you know, the N word from the top of the Sears Tower. Right. Because, oh, it really pisses these people off that think that it actually matters. And we've seen that, Ben. We talked about this with friends that we have where they've been so angry about this coastal democratic elite type of thing fake rich people pretending to be woke that they rail against that and then they end up on the other side where they're shouting like almost republican ideology yes. and i go you guys aren't republican right. i know this about like i know right. that you that's actually what's so believe. funny is like you you it's like you end up culturally left or culturally right no yeah. matter no matter where you are mm-hmm. uh like the, you just same, get put somewhere and you don't really have a choice these same friends of ours that we're talking about like we you know we've seen them like ran about greta thunberg and i'm like why is this making you angry? Right, a child right. speaking about climate change. Why are you so angry about this? <laughs> it re- it's that really is insane. It's a 14 year old being like, hey, I'm trying to do my part to save the planet. And you're like, fuck that piece of phony piece of shit. Yeah. Like, what is the problem with yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my favorite guys are the dudes that uh, absolutely just go off on David Hogg yeah. online. Yeah. They're just like, like steam shooting out the ears. They're just like, when he turns 18, I'm going to fucking beat his, that child's ass. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a child. What are you talking like about? He's five, six. He weighs a hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah. You look like, you look like Frank Stallone. What is wrong with you? <laughs> well, even like, I think you showed me some weird conspiracy that I don't buy into that people were saying Greta Thunberg is actually like not a deep state agent, but she's like a plant for I'm, I'm railing against this, Kevin. She's I know, a, I know. I'm. She's a plant for um, green energy companies trying to get people to go green. And people are like, yeah, she's just a fucking plant. I go, wait, so you're telling me that companies that are trying to save the planet are planning somebody to make the planet get saved? And you're pissed about that for some reason. Yeah. Like even if well, that the motivation was, is money. Even if that was disingenuous, yeah, the motivation is money, but how are you going to get people to do anything other than money, really, on a long yeah, it's scale? Yeah, it's, it's something in the right direction, but it just, again, points toward that, like, everything is literally, like, it, like contr- a controlled op. Yeah. Literally everything. Even if it, yeah, I'm saying even if it is, but it's, like, at the same point, you have to, like, you can't just reject everything. Like, things do actually have to t- change with global warming or we're all fucked. 
Yeah. So even if it is disingenuous, no, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some things you just have to accept. That's what life is a lot of the time. Right. When somebody's doing good, sometimes they're doing it for selfish yeah. reasons. Let's hope saving the planet in the future is the thing that makes the most money in the world. A hundred percent. Let's fucking hope. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope. I mean, well, that's the hope with Tesla and all this stuff is like a guy has actually figured out a way to make green energy um, make him a lot of money and yeah. the market will hopefully follow that because you're right. You can't just like get every business in America to be like, guys, let's just be better. Let's fuck, right. the, fuck the profit, fuck the net gain. There has and to be incentive. Be exactly. There, there has, has to be, be incentive. There has to be incentive in some way. And a lot of people right now are using morality as the incentive, right. which honestly, even the people that subscribe to it, when you get down to it, they really don't give a shit anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's, uh, that's the thing with a lot of these alt right. Sorry, did I cut you off. Kevin? No, no. That's the thing with a lot of these alt right people online is I think those people originally started as, if you look back at those four chan type people in like two thousand and f- like four, they were like re- rebelling against Bush and like yeah, fuck you, making me like right. want to be conservative and like I can't listen to Eminem albums and shit like that. So they have those ideals in their head, yeah. But now they've gotten to the point where they're actually defending Republicans, which they don't believe in at all, right? So well, I think that's like I mean, it, it, if anybody was going to try to label this podcast or how we are, mm-hmm. they would we're be like, culturally right. Oh yeah, yeah, they'd be like, oh, those guys are they're all on the right. Yes, it's well, just like no. No, I'm kind of taking this from from Tim. He was saying this last night. He was like, if you kind of like if you're someone who tends to speak their mind and try to speak honestly and there's like nuance with a lot of stuff you say, you tend to end up kind of culturally right. If you're sort of like, for instance, with Rogan, Rogan asks a lot of questions and he says, oh, that's interesting. Right. That is kind of the reason he's culturally right. I know a lot of people well, pinpoint that he's at Alex Jones and like Eddie Bravo is like a flat earther on, but he's not culturally like right. I was I was literally thinking about this today because I was listening to an interview. And by with, the way, Tim supports Bernie too on the podcast. Right, 100%. Yeah. Is, is like, I think you come off as perceptionally right because I have friends who are like, they're like, fuck, like they know I listen to Rogan and they're like, fuck Joe Rogan. He's a like a Republican piece of Meathead, shit. Yeah. And then I'm literally like, I'm listening to him with Richard Dawkins talk about how like Christianity has ruined institutions. Yep. And I'm like, or Cornell West. Or Cornell West yeah. or Malcolm Gladwell. They're talking about why sh- shootings happen on black uh, teenagers um, yeah. in cities. They're like discussing that for 30 minutes. And I'm like, this is like the most left leaning thing I could have. He had Bernie on the podcast yeah. supporting yeah. him. He had Andrew Yang on. And so yeah. it's like, I think if you question things a lot of the time, you will appear to be Republican to a lot of people. You know what's bullshit, too, is people say, oh, this doesn't affect the middle of the country. It's like, oh, is the middle of the country not on the fucking Internet? Right. Like, it can't be everybody is watching the ranch. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming no one that listens to this podcast watches the fucking ranch with Ashton Kutcher. That's dog shit show. There's one fan who's like so hurt right now. Yeah. Yeah, People are going to like what they like. No, sure. And, And it's needed. Go watch the ranch. Not everyone can listen to a podcast about you know poo poo and pee pee. That's yeah. fine. I think yeah, not everybody's ready for the brilliance of brain jail. Yeah. You know? I think it's more that most of the people <laughs> in the middle of the country, I think for the most part, at least our age, are really tuned out. It's not like yes. they're left or right or listening to any of this. They're watching the ranch or something, literally because they're just like, I don't fucking, I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah. I don't care. I just want to. Who's the I'm- guy in the mouse suit? <laughs> <laughs> he sings good, I think. Is he a football player? Yeah, they want to watch the mass suit and just be like, hey, my life is hell. I want constant distraction from my hey, life being hell. Th- that Chinese guy with a small dick thinks it's this guy. <laughs> 
uh, is that is it maybe oh that pretty boobs thinks it's this guy i i noticed that with myself recently where i literally you know because i'm on i got a job by the way for the listeners so i started in like a week and a half hell yeah because i'm a wage cuck apparently Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah but i've been i've been so i've been unemployed for like two weeks now yeah and i caught myself literally just watching sopranos all day amateur (laughs) (laughs) because i was i do i wasn't distracted by a job i was just alone with my thoughts and i didn't like that i was feeling very depressed yeah very almost like almost suicidal just because i'm going crazy with my thoughts and trying to be distracted and pushing them down with television and on tuesday we're recording on thursday on tuesday i literally made a challenge to myself that i wouldn't watch any media on like my phone or the TV or anything. Like I could look at like the internet and shit, but I can't watch videos. Yeah. Can't go on YouTube. Can't turn the TV on until Friday at 5 PM. And the first day I was like almost having a panic attack. And then the second day, you know what I did? I hadn't drawn in a week. I did like four drawings in one day and I worked out like twice. Yeah. And I like cleaned like the downstairs kitchen. So I think that's, I think that's a natural drive for a lot of people is just to unplug and distract themselves from the pain that is just going through their head constantly. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know if Kevin feels this way. I feel like I don't distract myself enough. Like, I feel like I, I do so much like podcasting stuff and I get so passionate about my interests and honing my skills that like the other day I, ha- I forced myself to leave the house and go play golf. And then I started to feel better. And then I went to the gym. I started to feel better. Because I'm just in the house for like 48 hours straight just working. And you need, you need to escape. You ha- you have to you have well, to have a balance of it. I think there's a good there's a good escape and there's a bad escape. And what I was doing was a bad escape. Oh, mine was torture porn. <laughs> it's a good escape. My, mine is hurt core. You gotta get the you gotta get the emotions out, yeah. buddy. Um, but mine was a bad escape, which was just disappearing. I think a good escape is like you said: go be physically active, go to the gym, go hang out with the friends, go yeah. grab dinner with somebody and yeah. talk. You know, that's that's like the yeah. things that make you mentally just grab better. a yogurt. Yeah, just grab um, a yogurt. Just get and go. I mean, there's uh, a lot of the time, like I, I will have to force myself to go to you know the improv or to the comedy store or something, mm-hmm. just to go be intentional about using my time towards what I say that I want to do. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I never want to do it. <laughs> um, and I, I always feel a little bit better mm-hmm. at some point throughout the process um, when I actually try to do something. The, right college, I mean? the old college try. <laughs> yeah. Just the old showing Kevin up. Tink and college try. Dude, yeah, I uh, yeah, I saw Ben at the comedy store the other day, and I was I was hoping we'd be able to hang out, but then I you like took off. I, I was bummed out. I yeah, sad. I left. I had to go podcast. But Tim was still there. No, the show was ending, and then we went to podcast at his place. Oh, because it said he was supposed to go up at eleven thirty. Then we had to go back. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, but that's the really that's the hard part is actually making yourself do the stuff you want to do, like yeah. actually just starting. As soon as you do it, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> got to start this porn network <laughs> and i All right, let's start I'm a hurt core it. site hurt what is hurt core hurt core is just like people like twisting kids arms until they cry it's just videos of like stuff like that is it so it's just sadism i don't i don't like it being called hurt core like it's a different like it's punk yeah rock you don't need to something. make a new name for uh <laughs> well they call them hurt core sites like the fbi refers to them as such huh. but it's uh, another term is like torture porn sadism yeah yeah, that yeah, type yeah. Of thing. yeah but yeah. it's not like Two consenting adults. Uh, these guys aren't into that. <laughs> these are these are truckers that have been on PCP for for literally sixty eight hours, and they're using the the 
the fucking gas station Wi-Fi yeah. in their truck to watch the one thing that makes them happy before they get back on the road. Can I, can I ask you something? Because this is something I, I know we're, we're probably close with the 20 minutes we edited out where we yelled at each other. Yeah, we're, we're a wrap-up so, time I feel here. So, I feel so silly about now. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we had the talk. I think it was good. But, you know, I, I love both of you guys. But um, the, I think I just kind of wanted to talk about because it's been going through my mind. And it's it's from The Sopranos watching it, where they talk about. I know it sounds silly, but it did kind of bring up this thought pattern I've been thinking about, where Tony's therapist says to him, you know, they're talking about his anger issues yeah. and specifically how it relates to his depression. And she says to him, "Well, you know, anger, it, uh, depression is anger turned inwards, and that like really affects with them." And he, no, I'm being, I'm being I, serious. I know what you take said in words. Take it easy. <laughs> oh, inward. Okay. Take it okay. easy. I'm sorry. Is anger turned uh, towards yourself? Yeah, I know. And he yeah. reflects on that for a little bit, and I was just kind of thinking about that because I was so like Monday. I don't know why I was almost like legitimately almost suicidally depressed for whatever reason. Like yeah. I was just like you get in that depressed headspace where you're like, how am I going to survive? Like, cause you yeah. think it's permanent. And I wrote out all these thoughts that I had in my head. I kept it. I want to take it to my therapist tomorrow, but it's literally like, I'm like, I'm a fat fucking piece of shit. I want to like blow my fucking head, like shit like that. I read it now and it's shocking to me, but it was yeah. like, it was like all this anger I had pointed into myself that I wasn't getting out. I think like led to this depression type thing. So I was just, I don't know. I was just wondering what you guys thought about that. Cause it was, it's just a very interesting thing. I've been kind of, yeah, cycling through. I mean, I, I, uh, so anger is de- or depression is anger, anger turned like, inward. I was just thinking of like maybe it's the fact that like I get angry and I just won't let it out. You know, yeah, specific- yeah that's our whole thing is communication issues. Communication yeah, issues. That's, that's the whole thing. Like even the fact that I think we had this argument here was awkward in the moment, but I think it was actually all good for us because we actually got it out of our bodies. Whether if we just like didn't say anything and you just kind of like let that anger build you know or you like might do with your wife or i'll do it with like somebody i'm dating or i'll I'll be angry about something and i won't bring it up just kind of i'm trying to keep the peace here's the catch 22 yeah you you express yourself through your art what do you mean so you might not feel the need to express yourself as much you might not draw as much if you're like a healthier person i don't i don't think so for me because when i get really depressed i don't want to do anything um and even when I do draw, it is like these shitty drawings that are just like me doing like a cry for help to try to get these emotions out. I'm saying it is possible if you did, if you did somehow like rebuild yourself and your identity and how you feel about yourself, you might not need to do any of the things you're I, doing. I don't think that's possible. I I think, it's possible. I think you have I think to do this or not as often as possible. I think, I think for some people that might be true for me. I think the more issue is, is that I, I do really enjoy creating. Yeah. And when I'm depressed, I don't do that because it's I don't have any confidence in myself to do anything or any motivation or drive to do anything. Yeah. You know, like I actually like making shit. Like I look forward to doing this podcast. I look forward to posting. Like I just showed that drawing to you guys. I'm really proud of that. I'm, I'm looking forward to like posting that yeah. tomorrow. I think that I, th- I think you have to constantly be exercising the tools that help you become mentally healthy. And I don't think there is a point where you become this fulfilled person without the constant effort of uh, trying to become that person. You know what I mean? I think the process of, of doing things that uh, you fulfill or are fulfilling to yourself, because I also, there, there's something to be said for if you have a goal and a drive or a passion about something and you're not putting any effort towards it, you're, 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 
you're being disingenuous to yourself. You're 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 being evil towards yourself. And I think that's the evil that actually makes you feel so shitty. Yeah. It makes you feel bad about yourself because you're not doing anything. Um uh, I guess an argument against that would be like uh, the you know the monks that ultimately at the end of the day they're trying to get to a place where they're not doing anything they're not thinking they're just right existing and being present in the moment but um, at the same time they're they're, they're actively meditating they're farming also they're- my thing with the monk thing is like they're also not to take it back to the sopranos again because there is a lot of deep stuff in this there's just a lot of really great lines about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's this scene where Tony, like there's a rumor that Tony fucked um, Chris's, his, his nephew's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, tries to shoot Tony's going crazy because he lives in this machismo world yeah. where he can't like be cucked like that. Yeah. And Tony's like trying to talk sense into him. He's like, just fucking calm down. I don't want to, ha- don't make me have to kill you. Right. He goes, nothing fucking happened. We didn't have sex. Right. And he goes, yeah, Tony, but I got to live in the world. You know what I mean? And I don't know. That was like distrust struck. I think that's a beautiful line. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, that might like what you're saying makes all sense, but I got to live in. I got to exist in the fucking world. And the thing about those monks, I think, is they don't really got to exist in the world. You no, know what I mean? Don't. They're on a mountain and they're just eating rice that they all made together. Right. And that's about it. Right. You know? They're not. And 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 uh, they're not even. Some could argue they're not contributing. They're not contributing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're contributing to their own small thing. But yeah, it's like, I mean, I get if my entire responsibility in life was just to eat food and sit down. Yeah. I think I would be, you know, a little bit less stressed out from time to time. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> Your job is to sit and not think right. and uh, make this rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you so still stressed? I'm calling all monks pussies right yeah, now. Yeah, big old fucking pussies. But I think just the, the thing I kind of I wanted to just drive home with this is I think when we're talking about that anger thing, when you don't externalize that anger somehow or be honest, I think for me a lot of time that anger will turn inward on myself where it'll be like, um, you know, you fat piece of shit, like yeah. eat another fucking piece of cake or like, why can't you go work out? Why can't you get out of fucking bed? Right. Look, you working at a fucking office like a loser. Mm-hmm. And then that, that just kind of keeps, and then there's shame attached to that. And then those, it's almost like a cold front and a hot front hitting each other. And then it's just like a tornado erupts where I'm like, am I going to kill myself next week? I don't know. Well, it's a spiral because the thoughts encourage the thoughts. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, you thinking you're a piece of shit, and then you get mad at yourself for being negative about yourself, but then you are like, no, I actually am, though. I mean, that's in case in point, you know? Right. And then it's just like, and before you know it, you're starting to think about ending it all as opposed to, honestly, just enjoying a fucking breeze on your right. skin, you know? Or like, just like literally what I did, which is just journal for 30 minutes. Yeah. Say the meanest fucking things. Go work out for 20 minutes and then air punch the wall for like yeah. five minutes. Get the actual anger out of my body. And then I felt like remarkably fine later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, I have a, I have a lot of moments uh, like that where I just uh, I don't I, I, I just I don't like the way that I'm feeling or whatever. But I'm trying to continue like the the momentum of, of a conversation or I'm, you know, it's, and it happens a lot in like, uh, in social situations where, you know, like, like at the comedy store and places like that, where it's just like, I like the, the uh, element in the equation of me enjoying this person's company is irrelevant. Right. You know, it's just like, yeah, you need to just, 
you need to be here and and uh, just keep going. Be cool, man. You just be an island unto yourself, right? And, and uh, let people attach onto you and whatnot. And, and I've had the thought: if you're at a mic and something, somebody crazy person is walking up to you and just being at, like crazy at yeah. you, like is there a certain part of you that almost owes it to yourself to just like honestly say like, hey, man? I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I don't like talking to you. Can you please not talk to me anymore? Yeah, or just walking away. Or just walking away or doing whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, literally, if like you took it to the nth degree and I was like, I don't like talking to you. Please never talk to me again. It would be awkward, but like, would you feel better? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, my dick keeps going into my body over here. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's very uncomfortable. Um, yeah. I keep having to scratch my dick. <laughs> And I know that there's somebody on the 360 viewing just right. going, what the hell is going some, on over there? Some five-year-old watching our channel. Yeah, yeah. Just zoomed in on your dick like and it's I'm the Hubble going, telescope. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, like you're doing a puppet on Sesame Street. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I would, before we, we do wrap up, I, I'd, I'd like to get a little silly at some point if we could. I think that... Uh, okay. All right. All right. So ben, I was thinking. Ben, you can talk again. <laughs> so I was thinking during uh, the whole time you're just looking okay, down so at his shoes. Like, what if uh, uh, right at the end of season five of The Sopranos, David Chase and all the writers um, die in a plane crash, okay. and I'm the writer's assistant. <laughs> so legally, I have to write all of the rest of the season. Okay. And like, there's this weird transformation where it's just revealed that Tony was a pedophile the whole time, <laughs> and that's why he's been going to therapy and having panic attacks and stuff. And it just at the very end, he just like he just sees sees a kid at a diner and his pants fall down and he sees his dick and balls and he just bl- and then it just goes to black. Well, because he had an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah. So Anthony, it's hard for me to connect you because you're a boy and you're right. a little boy. And I just say she is a sexual yeah. object. Right. Audiences are waiting at the premiere of the new season of The Sopranos, which um, has been surprisingly changed to The Gay Sopranos, <laughs> which is the official title of the mm-hmm. series. And it turns out the first five seasons were all a dream. In, and I'm quoting Gay Tony's Gay Head. <laughs> My Gumaj is a 12 year old boy. <laughs> I mean, what can I fucking do about yeah, The only shit. character that remained unchanged was uh, Bobby Baklava. <laughs> he, he kept playing with trains and fucking his fat wife. <laughs> that's yeah, a good ending, right? Yeah, that's a good that's It's good. insane that. Uh, uh, we're referencing a show that's been off the air for uh, over a decade. It's a it's a brilliant show. It really is. <laughs> it's it's the greatest show of all time. I, I love it. What well, the name of this episode should just be The Sopranos. It literally, yeah, The Sopranos, <laughs> the Gay Sopranos. Yeah, the the yeah. I don't know. If you're into the mental health thing, you really and you haven't watched it, you should check it out because it really dives into depression and anxiety and all this type it of does, stuff. Does and there's a lot of murder and some boobs in there too. Yeah, a lot of boobs. I'll yeah. Tell you what. So there you go. Uh, by the way, shout out to uh, to uh, all of our female listeners out there. Yeah, all two of them. Uh, all, no, I mean we I, we keep getting more and more shout outs <laughs> from female. It's blowing my mind. It really is. Yeah, like, they, I'm keep, just like, they keep going, by the way, I am a woman. I am yes. <laughs> They're like, I'm a woman. I love the show. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm just like, yeah, right. <laughs> you identify as a woman. I, I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please uh, leave us a review. As per usual, we are desperate for those reviews. Send us an email uh, to brainjailpod at gmail.com. And a uh, special shout out to... Uh, our contributor on Reddit, who uh, who made a, a just a brilliant Rick and Morty meme about the podcast, photoshopped our bodies out of the garage and replaced it with Rick and Morty characters, mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know we're really uh, you know we're really we're really breaking new ground on the internet. <laughs> you know, and it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So uh, it's the first subreddit for a podcast ever. <laughs> First subreddit for a podcast ever, and it's a uh, it's a big deal. Subscribe to Jace Avery if you want to see those uh, uh, drawings on Instagram. I am at Kevin Tink, and Ben is at Morpheus Quotes, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye. The feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. <laughs> If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the back of the Oh God! They're gonna know I'm dumb.